Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today, live on SEN. Welcome to Trail Towns with Vandy and Deets. You are live on Trail Towns Radio, Vandy, and this is a very big week in our world. This is Deets speaking right now. I am a passionate cyclist who is not very good at it, but I do love doing it. We've got Vandy across the way there who's a world champion. Oh, don't uh, sell yourself short, mate. You are definitely a very enthusiastic at I the have, bike riding. I have enthusiasm. We do a show on SBS, which is Trail Towns. So it's for everyone that likes to ride bikes and have holidays, we tell you where to ride, where to go, what trails are open, where to stay, you know, what. What are the great towns to visit? So we know SEN is about football and it's about rugby league and we know all that stuff, but we offer something when the rugby stops and the footy stops and your kids are saying, what are we going to do, dad and mum? You go on a bike holiday and you go to somewhere like Bright or wherever. We tell you what to do and where to ride, don't we, Vandy? We do indeed, and it's a big week for Trail Town. So we've had one season, which is live on SBS and on SBS On Demand right now. And uh, season two, it's the premiere week. So season two is all in New Zealand. And this show is actually sponsored by 100% Pure New Zealand. We've had it tested. The chemists tested it out. It's 100% pure over there. (laughs) It's nothing that's not unpure. It's a wonderful 100% pure New Zealand. So we went to New Zealand. We filmed for about probably eight weeks. Six episodes from the north to the south, and it was absolutely unbelievable. And if you want to go for a holiday and you want to take your bike when you do, you want to watch Trail Towns, which debuts this Saturday afternoon on SBS at 4 p.m. It does, and we are live, so you can call us on 1300 736 736 or text on 0433 981 116. And I would also like to add that it's very good to download the SEN app because you don't have to remember the numbers. You can just go listen live, scroll to the bottom, and I think it's the Temper Text Line who are also a sponsor of Trail Towns TV. Oh, they are a sponsor. We've got, we've got some beautiful sponsors, none more beautiful than 100% New Zealand. Now, today or this evening on the show, we have an absolute cracker. We're going to visit Northland. Now, Northland, Vandy, where is Northland? So Northland is sort of famous for the Bay of Islands, which is north of Auckland, about three or four hours, depending on how fast you drive. And it's just this beautiful subtropical oasis. And I'd never been there before, but we went there and we rode the Twin Coast Cycle Trail, which is um, just under 100 kilometres, so you can choose how long you take to ride it. But we joined Northland Experiences and more specifically Ropata, And we had this beautiful experience up there in the north, learning about the culture, just riding our bikes and 
getting all the information and so we were sponges of knowledge, weren't we, Deets? We were because we landed in Auckland. We went to Waiheke Island after rolling around Auckland and going to restaurants and all that sort of stuff. And then we went to 440 Mountain Bike Park and we had an absolute ripper there. And then we went to Northland and really discovered what New Zealand was about. Into the jungle. Into the jungle. So that's coming up uh, just a little while. We've also got Mike Tomalaris and Gabrielle Gatte. We have got the band back together. I know, the old SBS tour coverage. And uh, they are coming on to speak about Europe and the, the tastes and feels of the Tour de France because obviously this weekend the, the second biggest thing that's happening is the Tour de France, the crown jewel of road cycling. It's the, the biggest grand tour of the year. And uh, we're going to talk a bit, little bit about that as well, aren't we? We are. We are. We've got Dan McConnell, who's an Olympian and is representing Australia in the Commonwealth Games in the cross-country event. Dan, who was on our Canberra episode, actually, uh, is coming on as well for a chat. And he's going to tell us all about racing. And obviously, obviously we've been chatting to you. So we have got some amazing things on this evening's show for you. Keep listening. Oh, we're very excited. Oh, season two. What can we say? We have a launch party, Randy, coming yes. up. We actually have a party. <laughs> so it's very big. It's bursting at the seams. I know. What's going to happen, mate? Well, we've tried to have several launch parties uh, for season one, and none of them were successful. Thank you, COVID. So it's, uh, I mean, fingers crossed, uh, you know, we could have an Armageddon situation which stops the launch party, but we're having a world premiere this Thursday at the Rafa headquarters, so it'll be great. It's going to be good. We've got a DJ who is a DJ. He's apparently a quite a famous DJ, DJ Bolander. Yes. Uh, he's coming in, flying in, from, I think, from Paris for the event. He must have been busy because he he um, headlined your wedding. He did, And actually. then he must have gone to Paris for his big gig, and now he's coming back for the, the premiere. He actually disappeared off the Wheelsless deal, and you took over, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a huge effort to get season two off the ground. We've had uh, multiple hurdles to overcome, but as we've said, New Zealand, six episodes throughout the North and the South. And I think we're just excited after all of the hard work from the team and everyone involved in your production company that we can actually uh, show it to everyone. Well, right after the break in a moment, we're going to be chatting to Rapata, who was our guide on the Twin Coast Cycle Trail. But I think what's important for people to to remember when they watch the show is we're having these adventures and you can have them too. And having the adventures that we had in New Zealand was just mind-blowing. I mean, New Zealand's got this network of cycle trails which were pioneered by a previous prime minister called John Key, and he had this grand plan. He said, we should make a series of cycle trails right across this country to encourage people to come here and have a holiday, ride their bike, but not just ride a bike, visit towns, learn about the culture, do other stuff as well. Anyway, today there are actually... Well, there are more than 22. There were 22 great rides. There's another couple open. There's like 24 of these rides. Yeah. And the Twin Coast Cycle Trail is one of them and is very, very special. I think you nailed it there when you were talking about um, how accessible these trails are. So they're really easy to get to. And there's also tour operators that help you ride them. So later in the series, you'll see the Alps to Ocean. And when we did that, trail we saw so many people on organized tours riding e-bikes and the signage like the uh the signposts you know how far the next town is 
you're never worried about getting lost. So it's just so accessible riding in New Zealand and doing these great rides. Yes, I remember my story I was telling you about when I went riding in Yakandanda a few years ago now. It's probably signposted better, but these amazing trails which ran along sort of the old mining area of Yakandanda. And anyone knows these trails, they're just great cross country trails. I, it took me about two hours to find them. Like there were no signs. Like how do I find these trails? It well, was you, infuriating. <laughs> you couldn't find the trailhead. <laughs> so. I, I couldn't even find the trailhead. Anyway, you go to New Zealand and all of these trails are incredibly signposted. It is impossible to get lost. But the, today's episode where we're talking about uh, the Twinko Cycle Trail with Rapata is it's it's a the most magical part of New Zealand and we went from the top to the bottom we started here at the Twin Coast Cycle Trail and there was something magical about this wasn't it yes it's definitely one of those things and i i guess what's really fun is we get to experience these these trails and we're actually there for a week filming so it's kind of like we're doing it at the same time and the crew are with us as well. So I think that is the big part of doing a cycle tourism TV show. Like we're just there having fun and everyone's experiencing it at the same time. Absolutely. You've got a text here from somebody. How many coasts are there on the Twin Coast Cycle Trail? There's three. <laughs> well, I think it's because we've said Twin Coast Cycle Trail about 10 times since the show started. So it's a genuine you question. Sta- you, you, you start on the Pacific and you end up in the Tasman. But anyway, right after this, we are going to be chatting to Rapata, who will tell us about all of those three coasts that are on the Twin Coast Cycle Trail. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and will tell us so much more. So right after this, chatting to Rapata, Twin Coast Cycle Trail, you're with Vandy and Dietz. You're with Trail Towns and Vandy and Dietz and Vandy, we are heading up to the most beautiful part of the world. Well, maybe not, but it's pretty darn beautiful <laughs> up in Northland and New Zealand in this next segment. And we're talking to Ropata. Ropata, you on the line? I'm here. I'm Hello. Here. Hey, Ropata. Thank Good you up. for thank you for joining us, mates. Now, for the people who don't know, Northland is about three or four hours north of Auckland. And I've never been to that part of the world before. But as you drive in there, one thing we noticed was it was beautiful and green and luscious. Can you describe to the listeners what sort of landscape and uh, environment there is up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, firstly, uh, Rofat is my first name. Born and bred in Northland. Uh, the Maori interpretation for Northland, we call it Tai Tokoro. Um, tai Tokoro is referred to as the tail of the fish. It goes back to a mythical story about a Maori uh, gentleman, a legend, who fished up the North Island for us. And Northland is known as the tail of that fish. But it's made up of a lot of farmland, not so much high mountains, but it's beautiful, just sloping countrysides, beautiful uh, subtropical uh, forests. We have one of the largest native forests still standing in New Zealand up here in Northland. And in that forest, we have one of the world's largest actual trees still growing, well over 2,000 years old. But a beautiful place, Northland. Ropata, uh, we had the most beautiful and wonderful adventure with you. It's on this week on SBS. We uh, debut the show at 4 o'clock on Saturday, everyone who's listening. And in the first episode, Ropata takes Vandy and I on an adventure on the Twin Coast Cycle Trail which is in the Bay of Islands region. Rapata, tell us about what we did. Tell, tell our audience what a wonderful adventure we had. Well, again, firstly, it was an honour for me as well. Uh, 
Dicks. It was an honor for me to to show you around, to tell you the stories that connect me to my home here in Northland. Uh, the opportunity that I have to work in the industry up here in tourism, not only uh, taking people on cycle tours, but just even in my own vehicle. Um, like I told you both, you're more than welcome to come back. Um, I love cycling. I've been brought up cycling as well. So when I was given the opportunity to show you around, uh, for me, it, it's like bread and butter. It just works. One works with the other. Uh, my storytelling, uh, the connections I make with all the visitors. Northland just makes it a special place. It, it, you, you, I believe, wholeheartedly believe, you can only do that in Northland. Absolutely. And we... Um... We definitely shared that connection, Rapata, after we had a week on the road with you. It was just such a beautiful experience. But we'll, we'll bring it back to the start when we first met, when we um, we met you just above the, the Waitangi Treaty Grounds. And maybe tell the listeners who probably don't know um, what the significance of that uh, area is. Well, the Waitangi Treaty Grounds, of course, that's where the document was signed between the the Māori people, the native people of New Zealand, and, of course, the English who came here in the very early days. And it was actually Waitangi, the location, where the signing of this document took place. That was back in 1840. So we refer to Waitangi as the birthplace of our nation, as one people. Um, it doesn't matter what colour, what language you speak, um, so long as you now live here in New Zealand or Aotearoa, and you don't mind being caught after our little native bird, the kiwi, then that's the birthplace. It, it connects us to where it began as far as New Zealanders, as far as flying our flag to represent us as kiwis. And uh, it also makes an ideal place to start our ride, and that's where it was important for me uh, to expand for us to start there, where, of course, where it started for so many other travellers. Robata, the Twin Coast Cycle Trail that we rode just to give the audience a bit of an understanding, it's about three hours north of Auckland. It's in the Northland. It's around an 80K, 90K trail, and it goes from the Pacific to the Tasman Sea, literally right across on an old railway line. That's so our audience knows where we're at. What we did was we spent a week with you, and it was just the most beautiful experience. The, the things that we saw and the things that we did, Train chases. I mean, <laughs> tell tell us about some of the, the yeah, sorts yeah, of sites yeah. that we saw. Yeah, well, it starts with the very historic side of the European influence around the Bay of Islands. The trail, like you mentioned, it goes from coast to coast. Um, people have the options of whether they can start in the middle and they can spend the day riding in one direction and then the next day riding in the other, or if you're like uh, Vans and Deeks and myself. If you wanted to knock it off in one day, you could do that. But we try to promote the trail. We try to encourage the people not just, you know, to spend a bit more time and, and, and smell the roses and listen to the, the songs and listen to the story of Māori. A very historic in the Bay of Islands, a lot of early Euro European connection there. And then as we slowly make our way west, you get more remote. And we saw that on our journey, you know, right down to the houses that where people were living in. Um, so it gets more remote, and then there's a lot more, once you're over in the West, a lot more uh, cultural side around the Māori uh, cultural aspect over on the West, but very historic. Um, most of it's through storytelling. Absolutely. There's some great stories along the road 
One um, experience that we had were the um, the mud pools or the hot, hot the hot pools. Extremely hot pools. Um, Dita got to miss miss out on that, um, but I'd say it was potentially the hottest water that I've ever been in in my entire life. Can went, you tell the audience what uh, what I'm talking about? I went and got tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the Nafa. Yeah, the Nafa Springs. And they are, again, as, as far as Māori, as far as our culture, they're what we call a tohonga. So a tohonga is like a gift that's given to us. And we believe that these springs, these natural uh, mineral springs, hot springs, were given to us as a, as a gift. And they have different elements in the pools as well, healing elements. Um, especially when you're cycling, I couldn't think of anything better to do after a day of cycling than, like bands and myself experienced, you know, pools there easily in excess of 40 degrees. So, um, you know, I soak in these pools. And also, again, listening to the stories, these stories fill your mind, it fills your body, it fills your soul. And you can leave those pools just feeling... Absolutely amazing. Um, I love them, NASA, and that's just one of many highlights of uh, Te and Atai, which is the Twin Coast Travel. Many, one of many. Rapata, uh, we're on television this week, our debut episode, 4 o'clock on SBS, just before the tour. Um, if you want to meet Rapata on the telly, watch that episode. We rode across the most beautiful, rugged rivers through subtropical forest, through on uh, on basically a bike track, which is on a marsh or a swampland, tr- through tunnels where we couldn't see where we were going, and that massive <laughs> escarpment that drops straight off down into the most beautiful, almost prehistoric creek. All of those things we saw on the ride. And, and the most beautiful... I actually think it's one of the most beautiful areas I've ever seen in my life. Well, you've but said beautiful about 10 times. I know. So I, know but I just want to ask you about the uh, <laughs> Footprints of Coupe, which was for me almost the most, and the end of the tour. Footprints of Coupe is, is something very special. Tell the audience about that. Yes, so over on the West Coast, there's a tiny little community known as Opononi, and uh, there Māori believe that the connection over on the West Coast, goes back to one of the very first uh, Māori to arrive here, uh, long before the European arrived, and his name was Kupe. And over there, they have a personally built building now, a lovely complex that they've put together over the last couple of years to retrace the story and to tell you the story of the arrival of Kupe. They call it Mania, uh, the footprints of Kupe. Uh, it's, again, just like you said, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. The only way I can actually, uh, without actually coming over there and dragging you over there physically myself, is to encourage all our listeners, um, if there is an opportunity to head north once you come to to our country, definitely look for Rokata. I'm up here. You'll find me. And I would love to share these experiences, in particular the footprints of my great ancestor. Again, we're... Life as we know, where it all began for us, as Māori. Absolutely. And that's with Northland experiences, isn't it, Rupata? That's right. With Northland experiences, we do four nights, five days, exactly like what I did with Dex and Vans. And um, it's a bond that I've connected now. It's a bond that I've made with two really good mates of mine now that live, of course, 
over the other side of the pavement. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, Rapata, there was one other thing uh, that we did to finish off our journey, and that was uh, pretty special. I know um, Dietz was crying. I obviously wasn't. I got something caught in my eye. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, It's. I mean, very beautiful to finish the journey at the at the footprints of Coupe. That, that area is um, culturally significant, and that multi-sensory experience is amazing. But um, The song you sang for us, Rapata, on the clifftop where Coupe first oh, yes. set foot was, it was just, and then yeah. a rainbow, yeah. watch the episode, a rainbow yeah. pops out behind us while you're singing this most beautiful song and wishing us well on our <laughs> six week odyssey through New Zealand. It was the most beautiful, beautiful moment, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. You'll have to, uh, yeah. you'll have to watch the episode to uh, hear Rapata sing. So that'll be fantastic. And that's all we have yeah. time for, yeah. for this uh, chat, Rapata. Thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome. Awesome, Ben. Rapata, I'm coming up there with my wife for a honeymoon, all right? <laughs> She's insisting. She, she she wants to meet you. She says you seem really cool. 100%. That'll ruin it. <laughs> Cheers, Rapata. Thanks, Rapata. Kia ora, mate. You're wonderful. Thank you. You're on Trail Towns with Bandy and Dietz. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Vandy and Dietz. Oh, Dietz, how good was it talking to Rapata again? I just felt, I think I, I don't need a hot spring, I need a cold shower. Oh, no, one, no one needs a hot spring. It was 50 degrees in that water, but... Degrees. Also, we were in the ads. We just popped up in the ads. How good. We are everywhere. The magic. Speaking of everywhere, (laughs) Vandy, we've got something very special right now, don't we? We do. We have Mike Tomolaris and Gabrielle Gatte. We've got the band back together, Vandy. Gabrielle Gatte (laughs) and Mike Tomolaris. Welcome to Trail Towns Radio. Oh, the boys are back. Bonsoir, Gabrielle. (laughs) Bonsoir, Gigi. Ça va? Comment allez-vous? Ça va très bien. It's getting very excited. Practicing. Isn't it wonderful to hear that French accent? Oh, it's so great. It's so great to have you, Mike, and you, Gabriel, on Trail Towns. We're going to have you guys as a regular because you add that European influence. Frankly, you give us a lot of class. We just like to stand near you and pretend like we know you and your friends and stuff. But with the tour coming up this week, we can really delve into what you know and the, the secrets that just sort of become uncovered when you're an insider like you two guys are. Well, you know, uh, I first met uh, Gabriel in 2005, it was, uh, Gigi, when uh, Les Murray, the late Les Murray, said to me, Tomo, we are going to have a cooking section on the Tour de France coverage. And I said, Les, you've got rocks in your head. What are you doing? This is a sporting event. It's not a cultural experience. Um, But uh, you know what? I laughed, but I was proven wrong because uh, Gabriel was very much of the of the staple uh, part of the coverage. Uh, every day uh, for, what, tw- uh, 10 years, 11 years, Gabriel, you provided us with something different to a sporting coverage. It was a cultural experience and it worked. You agree? Yes. Yes, agree. And you know what? Um, when, when I first talked to Les about it, we, we kept b- bumping into each other in television studios and mostly we spoke about soccer but also about the Tour de France, because it was you know, starting to be on SBS. 
And to me, you know, I have worked with, you know, many amazing people in the, in t on television, like Bert for, you know, 15 years and others. And, you know, television is about entertainment. And I always felt that um, when people saw the tour, people were entertained by the, the amazing images, by, by the race, of course. But above all, you want to, to go on a trip, especially in Australia in the middle of winter. You want to feel that you want to feel France. You want to get to know a bit more than, than the riders. Well, that's right. Well, and you know what? Australian television viewers are much more informed, much more educated. We know so much about France, its cooking, its geography, its history, and you've been very much a part of that journey. I just personally want to thank you, uh, Gabriel, because, uh, I, like I said earlier, I didn't think it would work. But that the reason why no, there are so many viewers uh, tapping into the uh, Tour de France coverage in Australia is not so much because of the pushing of pedals, it's because of the other layers uh, that are associated with this wonderful television event. And part of those layers, one of those layers, is cooking, cuisine. Yeah, it is cooking. And, you know, it's the lifestyle, the going to the market, you know, going to uh, the, the wines of France. You know, when we think of France, when, we, when I think of the tour, even this year, you now looking at the map, you know, I, I think of dishes, I think of regions, I think of the the wines that people might enjoy when they're on the side of the road. And even even looking at the, the start in, uh, in Denmark, you know, Denmark, we don't know much about Denmark, Danish food. Maybe what you may know or the listeners know is that they have got some good beer. <laughs> we, we know about Danish trees. But they also have, you know, they are the country that do the most, the, the best open sandwiches. You know, they've got really good bread, and on top of that, they put some smoked salmon, some smoked earrings, some, their the fish is exceptional in the North Sea. So, you know, it is, um, it is a feat. Even, you know, you as a journalist, when you travel at that time, I am sure that you would have enjoyed so much sitting at the table in the evening after a long day filming and just, you know, having a glass of the local wine. Do you know, I've well, that's got true. a... You know, I've got a theory, by the way. I've got to say, I've got a theory on the old Danish there, Gabrielle. Uh, it's impossible for them to design anything ugly. They simply can't do it. Yeah. It is only yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree with you. I saw some images of the uh, airport at Copenhagen uh, just this week. And it, it's one of the most incredible airports, uh, the terminal I've ever seen in my life. But I've got to say, Gabriel, you're so right. You've educated me. And one of my most... Uh, Wonderful memories is to sit down with the crew at, for at least two hours in the village or the town or the region that we're at and to dissect what we've seen in terms of uh, the racing and to plan ahead uh, for the stage ahead. Uh, but it, there's nothing better than just uh, sitting in a, in a cafe or a restaurant. You know, for me, I've uh, appreciated uh, the different regions and the specialities of the different regions in terms of cuisine around France. Uh, but every meal for me in 26 years has been a winner. Even the drive through at Macca's. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you can have a beer at Macca's. Ah, <laughs> now we're talking. Well, Gabrielle Gatte, I know that when I'm watch watching the Tour de France highlights on SBS, 
My fiance Chloe is always asking when you're coming on, and she's always disappointed when I say that you're not on there anymore because it's her. F- it she, was... must be, she must be a, an incredibly nice woman. Yeah, she loves the taste Latour. That was she uh... does, and in fact, I think Vandy's angling for you to come over and cook for both of them, Gabriel. Oh, yeah, yes, you're going to come over and cook us some dinner. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> hey guys, guys, can I let you into a secret? Can yes. I let you into a secret? That is not really his. Uh, true accent. He speaks with an Aussie accent. Gabriel, give us some, <laughs> give us some Australian, will you? Give us an Aussie accent. I was okay, guys. I'm Gary Gates from Footscray. <laughs> oh, that's so good. You could be from Greensboro like me, Gabriel. <laughs> uh, we have a text in here, Gabriel. Actually, my mouth is watering. Listen to listening to Gabriel. Quickly, Paul, can I ask you, Gabrielle, uh, for a chestnut recipe? Oh, yes. Well, chestnut is an amazing food. You know, it's, uh, it has been a staple food. Uh, the most often way of using chestnut is just uh, roasting them. Uh, what I do myself, I uh, remove the two skins by making a big cut, a crisscross cut, in the shell, in both shell, yes. and then I put them in water for about 15 minutes, and then after that I can remove the two skins, and then after that you can put them on the barbecue or you can put them around a, a, a roast chicken. It's really fabulous, you know, to have uh, to finish the cooking of the chestnut around the, of, around the chickens. You know, with a little bit of the fat, of course, just on the barbecue like that. Uh, one of the way of using them a lot is a soup in winter because it's a winter food yeah so people make a soup uh, they just blend them into a puree put a bit of milk or cream and it is really delicious Oh, that's amazing. I actually grew up on a chestnut farm, a biodynamic chestnut farm in Mount Beauty. Oh, wonderful yeah. <laughs> yes you did well that's the region Vandy. It's the region yeah. Yeah, Vandy and Dieter, I can give you my recipe on how to uh, fry two eggs and put it on toast. <laughs> I've always wondered, uh, Gabriel, we should do a collab with a uh, a bachelor food. Back in the day, I used to have this whole bachelor menu, which usually involved <laughs> eggs and frying them too, Mike. It was really amazing. We could do something. Um, we uh, we must bid you gentlemen farewell. It is so delightful to, to chat with you. We, we, we actually have one more text. Moment, yeah. we, one, have, we have one more text, One Andy. more text for Gabrielle and Mike. It's, it's Gabrielle and Mike mean you can transport yourself to the French lifestyle. Don't we all love that? Eating and drinking while watching the colours fly by on wheels. We absolutely. absolutely. That's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. To- we'll chat soon. Right, we'll chat to you Good next night. week. Mid-tour, let's do it. You're with Vandy and Deets on Trail Towns. Mid-tour. Mid-tour. Here we are, mid-tour. Now, Vandy, we've got a very special segment. Before we go in, though, we're going to try and get some people to call. one three hundred seven three seven three seven three six seven three six. 736 736 quite a few 736s. <laughs> and uh, 0433981116. And we have a text here from Darcy. Can you see that one, Vandy? Yes. Hi, guys. It's Darcy. G'day, I'm Darcy. A, I'm a 14-year-old skier and mountain biker. You're can, a legend. Can you tell me about Listerfield Mountain Bike Park? I want to be better. I want to be a better rider. 
on single track and better on jumps. Don't, w- don't do what I do then, Darcy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's your first tip. Yeah, the first tip is don't take any advice from Deets yeah, about yeah. jumping. Yeah, my first boss said to me, speaking about one of my colleagues, see that bloke over there? Whatever he does, don't do. That's my... <laughs> Some, what's, you always say something about jumping, though. Yeah, men over 40 shouldn't jump. That's a rule. It I, just should be the rule out there. I thought it was over 50. Well, you know, and 50, especially. You'll get, you get a bit more brutal over <laughs> 50. Now, what answer the question, Vandy? You're the world champion. Oh, okay. Just casually. Uh, Listerfield Mountain Bike Park. Listerfield Mountain Bike Park, for people who don't know, is where the Commonwealth Games was, which we're going to be talking about the Commonwealth Games later. What a a good segue. In the mid-2000s. And I raced the test event there. And it is a really, really, it's, I think, the most popular mountain bike trail maybe in Australia. In the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like to say something that's fact and you trumpet with some absolute rubbish. So, no, it's it's so popular because you can go to Listerfield Lake, you can go there with the family and you can just ride around a very logical loop and you can choose your own adventure a little bit. If you want to go further, then you go up the hill of the Com Games course or you can keep it to the flat open trails. So Yeah, but how does Darcy become a better rider on a single track? You're padding this. You don't know, do you? you come on, you actually don't know. I was... It said it's a multi-part lesson. It says, "Tell me about Listerfield oh, right, okay. and how I get better, and how I can." Jump. <laughs> I want to know how to do better on jumps too. I'm dying for the answer. How do I do it? Look, I think you want to progress from a small jump and then go on to bigger jumps. Uh, I actually was trying to teach Deets how to jump when we were in New Zealand in Wanaka, and uh, oh, I went all right. You had some fun. I had some fun. Yes, but I did. What did you enjoy about that? Um, the fact I didn't crash. I was yeah. really happy about that because. I remember when I was at um, I, I was <laughs> I was down at uh, the Yu Yangs doing a run called Cressy's and I was getting very confident and then I did this tabletop and I landed on my shoulder and my shoulder's never been quite the same. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's been a bit tricky ever since. But it's uh, it's jumping's interesting, you know. Incrementally, do it bit by bit and do it at below the age of forty. That's what I'd be saying. Well, thank you for your text in, Darcy, but we're keeping on the theme of Mike and Gabrielle, and we're going to talk just briefly about the tour. We're going to talk very briefly about the tour. We're going to introduce the series, uh, the tour for dummies. Now, we're going to ask a question. We're going to go and check. We've got Dan McConnell coming up in a sec, who's actually racing for us in the Olympics, and what a great segue for the Commonwealth Games, Listerfield Park, having Dan McConnell come on the line. He's racing for us in the Commonwealth Games. That's coming up in just a second, but I've got a couple of questions for you. Tour for Dummies, I'm the dummy. Uh, the tour's coming up. Number one question, how many teams are there? Look, this could be a multi-part uh, series, I'd oh, say, it's going the to tour, because July is all about the ah, tour. Ah, it's all about the tour. And Trail Towns, which is on uh, Saturday afternoon at 4pm. So, right. we, we, we have the 109th <laughs> Tour de France. Yes. It's starting in Denmark, as Gabrielle Garte mentioned. Where nothing ugly is designed. There's 21 stages, and Count in them. those 21 stages, you get three rest days. So, mm-hmm. you ride for a week, and then you get a day off, because it's... Over 3,000 kilometres of riding, which is 1,000 kilometres per week and an average of 140 kilometres every day. So every day you wake up, you have to wake up and race 140 kilometres. So it's, it's, a, it's a big, a big, big challenge. But it is actually the shortest edition of the tour in 20 years. Really? <laughs> What's that about? Not, it's, it's still hard. They have one section when they're in the Pyrenees, I think, and they're doing the Col de Galibier, which is 2,600 metres above sea level. They do it one way 
on one day and then they go back over it the next day. You just can't make their minds up. <laughs> Which way are we going? What are we going to do here? <laughs> that is incredible. We're going to have this uh, tour for dummies each week. I'm the dummy. Vandy's the expert. That's the first one. So it's 3,000 Ks. There's 21 days and three rest days. And there's lots of teams. So we've, <laughs> we've covered that one off. All right. So right after this, we actually have a an Olympian and we have our Commonwealth Games representative, Dan McConnell, right after this. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Vandy and Dietz. That's right, Dietz, brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. No, I told you we had it tested. It's higher than 100%. It's 110% pure New Zealand. Just like how much effort you put into jumping. (laughs) (laughs) But Jamo's sick this week. He is very, he's got the COVID. Does he? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, we wish him well, hopefully. He's not too bad. We love you, Jamo. But I mean, we have someone who is a far better mountain biker. I can't really read out his results list because it would take the rest of the show, but better than Jamo. We've got four better than Jamo. How we got four time Olympian and a bunch of com games. It's uh, a very good friend of mine, Dan McConnell. Welcome, Be- Macca. I think Macca, you're better than Jamo. Hello, hey Macca. guys, <laughs> thanks for having me. How many com games has it been? Actually, I, I, I forgot how many. Uh, this will be my third. Oh, this yeah. will be your third. Okay, and uh, off to Birmingham in a couple of weeks. Then, yeah, it's coming up pretty quickly now. So. Um... Yeah, all systems go here. Just training a lot, and yeah, looking forward to it. And we've got um, we've got a big connection to the Commonwealth Games. I will be commentating for Channel Seven. Um, you'll be riding in the mountain bike event, and I'll be watching. He's <laughs> be watching on the couch having a cup of tea. Come on, Dan. <laughs> So we've all got our roles to play. Oh, we have Dan. Look, we're brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. Before we get into the Com Games, you've raced in New Zealand. What's your favourite yeah. part? Oh, it is a that's a really hard question. Um, yeah, I have been lucky enough to go to New Zealand quite a bit over the years, but um, yeah, I was probably I was lucky enough actually to do a stage race in the um, South Island, so it went from um, Christchurch down to Queenstown. So um, I think that was probably just the highlight. Just you know, all the different types of scenery. Um, yeah, just the places we went through those five days was, yeah, something that I'll always remember. So, yeah, that was probably my most enjoyable bit, yeah. And that was the Pioneer, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah, and that was with Anton Cooper. And interestingly, with the Commonwealth Games, you were telling me the other day, it's you're doing the mountain bike event, which is roughly an hour and a half of racing and five or six laps, depending on how hard the course is. But um, riders like Anton Cooper won't be at the Commonwealth Games. Well, Anton will be at the Commonwealth Games. He's actually going to skip the two World Cups to do the Com Games. That's oh, focus. really? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it does come at a bit of a tricky time because <laughs> there is two World Cups in North America at the same time. So you sort of have to go one way or the other. But, yeah, for me, it was always the Com Games. It's, you know, been been sort of my main goal for basically the last year. So, um, yeah, all focus just for that. Um, Birmingham is a great city. Not that I've been there, but I've heard it's wonderful. We might, might I've, watched, I've watched Peaky Blinders. I feel like I know it. <laughs> why, why go there? You're a local. Exactly. He even does the accent. Um, but uh, what do you know about the track and what do you know about what you're going to expect there, Dan? 
Well, it's actually a little bit different to normal because we don't actually know much. Normally, we have lots of footage. We've been there, um, you know, have all the data about the track that we don't actually know that much. And I think we only get the day before to practice it. So that'll be the first time we actually get to see it. So, you know, normally we'll be there for a week and you have time to you know, practice the lines and get it all sorted. But, yeah, just the one-day practice. So, um, yeah, that's definitely going to make it a bit interesting. But, um, yeah, from all reports, it's probably not going to be too hilly um, and just like a really fast track, probably similar to sort of like a Lister field. Wow, okay. That's totally different, not having pretty much going in blind. That actually makes me a bit excited. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think for me that's actually quite good because I think the first day on course I'm normally quite good and then by the end of the week everyone's kind of caught up a bit. So I think um, to just have the limited practice I think that's probably quite a good thing and um, yeah, so I think that'll sort of favour me a fair bit. Yeah, Dan, I went out on the uh, hardtail this evening on the Yarra Trails and uh, just a few tips, mate, just stretch up a little, you know. And... <laughs> He took his mountain bike out on the road and he had 50-year-olds in Lycra blasting past him and we got in the car to come to the studio and he's like, do you reckon a road bike's much easier on the road? I don't have a road bike. I was going backwards, Dan. It was was so slow, it was not funny. (laughs) Oh, Macca, well, good luck at the Commonwealth Games. I can't wait to call the event. It's going to be so exciting. Um, We... I'm probably going to let you go so we can summarise the show, I think. Yeah, and we're going to call you when you're over there, if that's okay, and get a full update. We, we don't want this half-update stuff. Okay, yeah, that's that's more than fine. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the actual replay so I can hear the commentary. So. Oh, yeah, it's riveting stuff, <laughs> let me tell you. He talks about the colour of the bikes. and you know, Yeah, I'll talk, talk about the good old days, training in the mountains. Hairstyles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our terrible fashion. Terrible fashion. <laughs> that was my job. I've got the full insight to call the event for Channel 7. Dan, you, you've got the whole of Australia behind you. You've got Trail Towns behind you. You've got 100% New Zealand behind you. You can't lose. Mate, there's no pressure. Thanks, Macca. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Well, that was Dan McConnell who's representing Australia in the Commonwealth Games. Oh, so... That was the show, Vandy. That was the show. We we covered so many bases today, but I think the Twin Coast Cycle Trail, all three coasts, as we discussed earlier, yes. was uh was definitely the highlight. And, and what's happening this Saturday at four p.m.? Well, Vandy? Saturday four p.m. SBS. Get a cup of tea. Get a froth top. Glass of vino because it is the season two premiere of Trail Towns. You have to watch. So I see the way the day works is you go out for your ride in the morning or you do what you have to do. I actually have to go and see football, I think, in yes. the morning. But, uh, but then, then you, you come go out back. for a ride. I, then I go for a ride and then we just chill out at four o'clock with the, with the red wine and the Shiraz. It's a cold winter's afternoon and you're going to see, I think, possibly one of the greatest half hours of TV ever made. I don't know. <laughs> it will be good. It's probably not as good as Dietz thinks it is because he's too close to the project, no, I it's think. it's better than that. It's better than that. But, but like, tune in. But, tune but in. But do tune in. And we've had a great week this week. Next week, we have got some absolute cracking guests coming in. I think we've got Boutros Boutros Gali. He's a cyclist. Did you know that? <laughs> we do, do we have some guests next week? We do, absolutely. We, we better go to... do some planning. <laughs> Get the UN on the line immediately. Yeah, next week, we'll be back at 9 o'clock. So yes. tune in. Thanks for listening. Go. Go 
Trail Towns. 100% New Zealand, we love you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> see you later. I'll see you later. <laughs>